I've I've mentioned this phenomenon to you before, George, which is um, annoying annoying people who are in a cinema who this is it will usually happen when there's a film with a star all star cast, and when the actor appears on screen for the first mm. time, especially if they're wearing prosthetics or look ever so slightly different to what they usually do, yeah. I I hear this phenomenon where people will go, oh, that's Jeremy. Oh. Uh, Al Pacino, yeah, and they think they're so amazing for telling the person they're with yeah. who's in the film when a they probably know, yep. b you figured it out and just didn't need to know. But it's it's one of the things that drives me mad. I would love to hear if someone else, because I've only heard you hear this before, but if someone else knows the people that do this, that when the actors appear on screen for the first or second time, mm. they just say the actor's name out loud, and yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm like, I don't, I know that's Lady Gaga, I yeah. know that's Adam Driver. Yeah. Stop listening. That's the why names. I'm here. And Jared Leto's in prosthetic. It's like, okay, it's prosthetic. Hey, what film are you talking about now? I'm, talk I'm talking about House of Gucci, which we're oh, about right. to go into. Where, where, I, where this happened to me again, right? And it's it, it really annoyed me because that has a lot lot of people in it in its cast. Yeah, but th you you know of this phenomenon. Yeah, I know I know about it. I mean, I I can't recall a direct time this happened, but something similar happened when I went to see Mother. Do you remember Mother! the Darren Aronofsky oh film? Yeah. And that was like we had like a running commentary from someone who mm. um, I would just say was not ready to accept the film as it was, and and spent the whole film being like. Oh my god! I have no idea. I have no idea what this is. What <laughs> Which is fair on? enough. Which no. is fair enough. Because mother is crazy, but I'm like, you, you really do have to go with it. And I do think like maybe you're in the wrong yeah. film. Yeah. Anyway, there's a bit at the beginning of the film where Jennifer Lawrence wakes up and she was like, "Oh my god, she's so beautiful." <laughs> and then <laughs> she and then she walks down the stairs and she meets Javier Bardem, who's her husband, and like they give each other a kiss. And I can't believe I can't believe the person she said that she went. God, he's so ugly. <laughs> Have you bought him? What? He's, he's not, not ugly. ugly. You see that? I think many people would disagree with Vicky that. Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Like, he's come got, on. He's got that sort of. When he, when he comes up to me, he's like, "We will come to my villa. We will yeah. drink nice wine, eat food, make he, love." And they're like, "Excuse me," but he just the the audacity of him yeah. just come up to them. And he's say rugged. That. He's he's chiseled. He's got a good act. He's he is a good actor. He's got. Wonderful Even eyes. in Skyfall, when he's kind of uglied up and like mm. made to be a bit of a monster, I st I'd still I'd still have my way with him. James, goodness, <laughs> yeah, this is and so with James is a Bond. children's show. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's, anyway. Uh, so I'm only familiar with it in, in, in that experience. Uh, the one time I think it is allowed is if you're watching it uh, at home with friends or family. Yes, and the act and there's like a cameo appears. Or, 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 or like it's a blink and you'll miss it role. Oh, that's Donald Trump in Home Alone 2. Yeah, Escape go, from New York. oh my God, that's the, or, or like, or that's the guy we just saw in that thing we watched last yes. night. Yeah, that's At fine. a cinema where I've paid money. Oh, keep your mouth shut. Shut and, it. And it's, there's no interesting follow-up. It's just, oh, Al Pacino. And then I know they're going to do it or yeah. whatever. Okay, anyway, I went to go see House of Gucci. Right, yes. Ridley's latest. We Ridley talked about Scott's Ridley latest. a lot recently. We've mentioned Ridley a lot. He just fresh off The Last Duel, which I felt like only came out a couple of months ago. Yeah. He's, he's back in the cinemas again with House of Gucci. Uh, House of Gucci is a film about the you know, luxury fashion brand Gucci and the family that originally sort of obviously set up that fashion brand. Um, it's set in the 1970s into the... In, no, maybe from 80s into 90s. I actually can't remember what, what year it's set in. That's mm. really bad. It takes place over the course of about 10 years. And it stars Adam Driver, who's brilliant in this, as uh, Mauricio Gucci. And um, he's basically heir to this like legacy fashion family. Mm. His father, played by Jeremy Irons, and his uncle, Al Pacino, basically, at the start of this film, own like a sort of split stake in mm. Gucci. Um, and he becomes romantically involved in this character played by Lady Gaga. Um, and she sort of meets him at a party and doesn't quite figure out who he is, but sort of catches on that he's part of this huge, illustrious fashion empire. And they fall in love, but it's also slightly hinted at that she's infiltrated her way into the family. Mm. 
film takes place and they get married. Jeremy Irons, who plays Adam Driver's father, is very disapproving of her. She comes from a sort of different social class. She works in her dad's construction business. And as they get married and she knows she starts, you know, becoming a part of the family, she gets very interested in the fashion label of the Gucci and she starts having an input on what should happen and where money should be spent, starts really pushing for things to go on. There's this sort of conflict between Jeremy Irons' character and Al Pacino's character over how they want to expand the brand and what they want to mm. do with it. Al Pacino is very much like, I'm learning Japanese. I want to I want to take Gucci to Japan. We need mm. to get this worldwide. It needs to expand. And Jeremy Irons is like, I don't want to make this trashy. And there's kind of that conflict. Mm. And Adam Driver plays this sort of young, slightly scrawny, big glasses, mm. very bookish. He's studying to be a lawyer. Um, he's not really that interested, but through his romance with Lady mm. Gaga's character, it kind of becomes pushed in upon him. Mm. Um, this film, I think overall, is really different to what I thought it was going to be. I think the trailers, which I think were marketed very well, yeah. put it across as a lot more of a snazzy and like money flashy mm. extravagance. And I, I was, I think I went in, I was like, oh, it's not as like in your face and flashy okay. as I thought it was. It's it's a lot more toned down and understated. Like the the spending and the extravagance and the wealth is definitely there, mm. but it's not the main character of it mm. in the way I think that, not that I think it's bad for films to do that, but the way and I think films like The Wolf of Wall Street really like lent in on that. Yeah. And not that I think that's a bad the thing. The excess and the decadence. The excess yeah. was like part of the, the visual attraction of that movie. Mm. It wasn't a huge part of The House of Gucci. Um, the, 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 I, I think... Yeah, so it's very toned down, and overall, it's it's really long film, and it takes far too long to how, get. How long from, are we talking? It's two hours and forty minutes, so it's really pushing pushing length there. And that so I, in terms of like what I knew about Gucci going in, I obviously know it's this like pinnacle luxury fashion label yeah. that is not just like synonymous mm. with high wealth and high fashion, but also like rappers, and it has like a huge social status symbol. Yeah, and I knew a bit about how Tom Ford took over in the 90s and like saved Gucci for what it was mm. and took it into this like modern powerhouse that it is. And it was kind of dying mm. for a very long time and it had to sort of decide what its place was within fashion. And there are so many elements of that story which I found really interesting and so many other elements which it took a really long time to tell, mm. which just weren't that interesting to me yeah. towards the end and this isn't a spoiler but that sort, sort of whole tom ford takeover happens and i was like that's interesting and then it kind of ends mm. um it is a bit of a slog there are amazing performances at the core adam driver is so always good so good he shows in this film how versatile he is again i've like, said it before james he, he is yeah. one of the greatest actors of our generation he, re he really really is i really like lady gaga in this i yeah. think she's done another great performance even though i didn't love a star is born i thought it was slightly overrated i mm. thought her performance was yeah. really really strong in it um and she basically plays this very bold and opinionated mm. and gregarious like kind of enjoying her new wealth position yeah. and she's not afraid to like tell these old Italian men like what to do and what to think yeah. and you kind of like the, the film goes from there and you have like all sorts of relationship drama relating to it but I, I, I overall think that, that film focused on the wrong things and there were other elements which I thought I wish you'd focused on that and it's a bit it's a bit boring a couple of questions though on mm. that because I haven't seen it yeah but I, I intend to and hopefully when I've seen it we can talk about more mm. first is when I see the trailer of it I mean you say it's not flashy I look at it and I think that looks like a giant ham sandwich it, like in what way? proper proper ham actors doing. I always get put off when they cast um, American actors doing or English actors 
doing speaking English, but in foreign accent. I mean, that's Russian I'm doing. Yeah. But like, but hey, you know, everybody, hey, I'm an Italian. Hey, but we're all gonna speak, and everyone's speaking, speaking that. Like the fact that Jeremy Irons plays like in it, I can just picture that. I'm just like, how's He's that going to work? You know, obviously Al Pacino is Italian heritage, and Lady Gaga Al Pacino is Italian heritage, doing but- the Al Pacino thing in Italian, which I think is what he was paid oh. to do. Um, yeah, so they, they do, it's, it's American actors doing... Uh, Itali- Italian accents. I just which feel like that like, era's past. What did, you, what did you make of the Tom Cruise film Valkyrie, which where they were they were playing Germans, oh, yeah. but they spoke in American accents, uh, but without German accents? I think that's without fine. German. No, accents, I think yeah. that's fine. But <clears throat> this debate has been running for a while. I think that's fine because I think that can, worked. I, I wasn't distracted because it's not distracting you. If you have to hear Tom Cruise uh, speaking, or in that case German, you know, if yeah. you have to speak to hear Tom Cruise. Do you remember the, the fir- very first scene of that movie? He, it starts in German. And it fades his voice into English. Ah, uh, right. Okay. Do you remember? Yeah, so so in that, in the very first scene, they established that yeah. he is German. I think. I think. I think. I think it's fine to be honest. And there's an argument that if you keep it all within um, one language and don't enforce accents, you hear more the class differences yeah. between. You know, you can hear if someone is uh, upper class or uptight. Sure. Compared with, you know, it doesn't. It's not a constraint on someone's performance. Yeah, but that is not what's happening in House of Gucci. How right? weird if you were Italian to watch this film? You'd be like, what? Yeah, why are you just speaking Italian? Really, for us, it's really because normal all these characters because... will be speaking Italian to each yes, other, wouldn't they? Yeah. That's and that's a weird thing. So they they exclaim in Italian. They're like, eh, it's, uh, uh, oh, I, I don't know how to exclaim Mama Italian. Mamma mia, Mamma mia. <laughs> they'll do like little va bene and little things like that. But obviously, they're still speaking. Mm. So it's kind of like you're overhearing two Italian people in London speak English, but they will ever right. so often drift into Italian. Yeah. Like the TV. When that's on in Italian, the newspapers, okay. like the articles in Italian. So I find that like, quite yeah. inconsistent. But again, so, I, I haven't seen bit. the film, so I don't know how it creates. You know, the accents are fine. They're all very. I mean, again, what would I really know? But they but sounded. Let me good. just get back to what I meant about ham sandwich. I mean, it looks when I see it, it looks very grand, very hammy. Like yeah. the actors are all chewing the scenery, turning yes. up to eleven. Ah, this is the house of Gucci. I think. I think in a good way. Okay. I think work. Like yeah. they, they, they really enjoy the extravagance of what I imagine that family enjoys. Enjoyed yeah. being at like the pinnacle of mm. fashion label and power and money, um, but yeah, there is. Uh, so Jared Leto is in this film. I should say so. It he- stars, heavily made up. Heavily made up. So yeah, it stars. I think I already said Adam Driver, Lady Gaga, Jeremy Irons, Al Pacino, and Jared Leto. Summer Hayek as well. Summer Hayek on the poster. As well. Who's on the poster? She's quite a small role, but it, but an interesting one. Do you know? Uh, do you know anything about the story? Well, I was going to say uh, uh, just before you go into um, the performances, it's like I I. I, the first I heard about this was when I saw a production still earlier in the year of Lady Gaga and Adam yeah, Driver. I saw that too. And then in them describing the film, they said it's about X. And I was oh. like, I was like, I never, I didn't know that happened. And actually, I, I only, and then it got probably revealed to me because somebody through work actually worked with Maurizio, Maurizio Gucci. Gucci. I think so. And then he explained so. what, you know, what, 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 what goes mm. on. So there, so there is a reason this film exists. It's not just like a documentary about um, uh, Gucci in the 90s, there is a thing that it's building towards, which yeah. I now know, but I don't think a lot of people of actually our generation do know. I think for other generations, it's famous. It's like, yeah, this thing happened. I didn't know at all going yeah. in. I literally did not know. I thought it would be following the family. But then that right. that, that sort of whatever this film culminates but, but it is basically, to. It's, yeah, it's building to a point. It happens. And I was like, oh, but again, like the culmination of that wasn't earned through the amount of time it takes to get there. Oh, that's a shame. There's like, there's like, you know, the opening is, is a lot of, um, you know, Lady Gaga and Adam Driver falling in love yeah. and how that romance is potentially a bit troubling because she's a cute, she, there's a lot of this like allegation she's marrying for the money and she yeah. wants to be part of this like huge empire. And that takes up, oh, and that takes up like a long time and it really is a lot. And I'm like, okay, I get it. They're falling in love. I don't need like half an hour of the movie allocated to this. Yeah. 
Oh, but sorry, you were talking about the performances. Jared Leto. Round, round, round all the way back to the performances. So I think if you want to cast a middle-aged man who's slightly overweight, balding, with like long hair that's balding, like cast someone who is like, that? Who is that? Mm. Jared Leto does a really, really broad performance, and it, it's bad. I think it's bad, mm. and I think he's—I I know he's a good actor. Yeah, I think he, can he really do good, can yeah. do good work. But it's—it's it, it's looked like I imagine all the other actors got in a couple of days of rehearsal before they shot, yeah. and they all got on the same wavelength, and they all kind of were like, "Yeah, like this is the pace and the tempo of the scene." But Jared Leto can only turn up on the day of the shoot, yeah. and he turns up, and he's just doing this, like. And he, like, have you ever, have you ever been on a play or seen a stage play where someone is not on the same page? Oh yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, completely. the scene is being played. Then they speak. The, the whole scene stops. They stop speaking, and then the rest of the scene continues. Yeah. It's like he was just completely out of sync with it. Someone needed. He's to in go, a different film, basically. He's in a different film. Someone needs to go. Jared, Jared, love the energy. Yeah. Love the energy. Yeah. Just. Uh, th- th- Bring it down a, yeah. a bit because it's a lot. He's already unrecognizable in his like. Yeah, he like, looks over. Like he's in fat suit. Robert he's got Duvall like a big kind of. like neck, and he's completely bald. Yeah. But you can see like it's Jared Leto's eyes. <laughs> the performance isn't bad. It's just wrong. Yeah. So therefore, it's bad. I see. Yeah. It's, it's misplaced. Completely misplaced. It's so it's so broad and out there. He plays um, one of like the cousins who's also got a large stake in Gucci, who has ambitions of being this like really opulent designer for Gucci right. who wants his own line but obviously all his designs are rubbish to the yeah. family like he's a bit of an embarrassing side yeah. child that we try and brush away but he's like I want my own line um, and it just yeah his character doesn't really have much of an interesting arc for me and every scene he was in I kind of was cringing does it bring you out of the film is it really like distracts so you're, you're in this world you're following it and then Jared Letter comes in you're like I'm, I'm aware I'm, I'm aware of this performance now and I'm, I'm taken out of the world. a little bit of the fact that I'm quite clued into the fact that that's Jared Leto in prosthetic right. and I'm like I know you're just trying yeah. to do a very broad performance to me. I, I don't yeah. want to call it attention seeking, but it was a little bit of attention seeking. Yeah. And in a film which I already feel like is taking a long time to tell the story, yeah, I yeah. really was a bit like, oh, this is, cr- I'm cringing at your performance a little bit. You're not earning this, this broad performance in a way. Jared, turn it down. We yeah. all saw Suicide Squad. Um, acting is really good in it from everyone else. Of course, you've you got Jeremy Irons and Al Pacino who are still still smashing it in their age and Adam Driver, as we said. There's, no, there's not a single moment where I really just don't believe that he exists in this world. He has conversations outside of the scenes mm. and I just believe everything he says, like everything he, 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 he looks like he really is there. I think my hesitancy with seeing this film is that, I've mentioned this before, is that really Scott, I think this falls in the same genre of, of the film he made, which is All the Money in the World. And mm. all the money in the world, which I've said before, is the one I've that not seen they that. reshot with, which had Spacey, then they reshot with Plummer in six weeks, which is amazing. amazing. Six weeks before they released it, they reshot it with Christopher Plummer, which was pretty cool. How was that film, by the way? That's exactly what I'm going to say. Oh, right, because yeah. I that film takes a again a very famous uh, story of a crime related to a very famous American family. So in this case, it was the Getty family. John Paul Getty was you know, one of the richest men on the planet, and his grandson was kidnapped in Rome in the mm. 70s by a really a really confusing um, gang of people. Like they weren't they weren't quite terrorists, they weren't quite robbers, they just had these demands. But anyway, they, they, would, they kidnapped him for ransom, right? And John Paul Getty famously was like, no. And he was famously tight-fisted. And, and, and then this dragged on for years and years. So it became, it's like this crime thriller about this very famous family and, and money. 
And there's and I thought they really and I and as, sorry as someone who doesn't didn't know that story mm. a bit like in the way I don't really know about the Gucci story I thought he butchered it completely really I, and I was so annoyed at the end of it I was like I can't believe you've just ruined that story I'm so annoyed that that was the first time I've heard that story told to me and they made a TV series out of it uh, a, a little under a year later with Donald Sutherland and I'm like I think I'd rather go watch that where it's given time TV to sounds better to to break it down so so when they said he was doing House of Gucci I was like yeah but I saw all the money in the world and he really did not do that story justice i think he really let it um i i felt more you know you made that comment about the last jewel about how millennials don't have the attention span to watch something like the lot engage with something like the last jewel i felt more like a tiktok swiping Mm. can't concentrate millennial in house of gucci than i did in the last jewel last jewel i was really engaged in the whole time you shouldn't use a stereotype of an audience level of engagement for how baggy your film is and how badly edited it is. But so, yeah. so if he's hitting out saying, oh, people aren't just engaged enough, it's like, well, maybe you can make, hey, uh, hey, we've all seen two hour 40 films that are really engaging and really hold yeah. you all the way through. You mentioned The Wolf of Wall Street. Because of the way that film is edited, oh. that three hours flies by. Yeah. But you can equally make two hour 40 films which are baggy and drag. And uh, Ridley, that's on you. Yeah, and it's it's not it's not bad. I think it's worth I think it's worth seeing. It's a co- it's a cozy cozy watch at home one. It's oh really? You wouldn't say because I was thinking we're going to go see it. go and see it. Um, you're not going to walk out and be like, oh wow, like story interesting. That, you're I'm not going to come out buzzing. Mm, that was a thing you saw, slightly less than some of its parts. Yeah, mm. I didn't hate it. I just was like that was long, and there are a couple of okay. elements that I think took a bit Check too long. Out.